Welcome to Soap Talk with Sarah, a forum to banter about daytime's number one soap opera, The Young and the Restless. I am your host, Sarah Warsey, a loyal fan of the show since I can remember. Join me in my banter about the latest storylines, news, gossip, and so much more as The Young and the Restless celebrates 50 years on the air. Let's go. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Soap Talk with Sarah. Thank you so much for joining. So it has been a few days since my last episode, actually more than a few days. It's been probably two weeks. So um, I do apologize for the delay. Um, I've just been busy with life. I also was under the weather for a little while. So um, I'm still kind of getting over something. So I do apologize if I sound a little bit stuffed up still, but it is that time of the year. So you just have to kind of deal with it. But I'm happy to be back and I hope that all of you are doing great. And what a week it is to be back. Honestly, I have to tell you, this past week on the show, has been more entertaining than the last few months have been, in my opinion. I'm sure many will agree. So much has happened. It's been super exciting. So let's get right into it. November Sweeps is in full effect with some very juicy and unexpected turn of events in Genoa City. Of course, we have to start with Crazy Claire. Now, before I begin, I must say that hats off to Haley Aaron and Melody Thomas-Scott for exceptional performances this week. Okay, so for weeks now, we have been speculating about what Claire's true motives are, and now we know that she has her sights on Nikki after she lured her to Oregon to see this mysterious Aunt Jordan. So, after Nikki unknowingly sipped some spiked tea, she passes out and ends up in a locked bedroom. Eventually, she comes to and realizes the horror that she's living in, but it's already too late. Claire had already taken her phone and texted her family that she was okay, and later on, Nikki does manage to escape, but she was caught by Claire, who then stuck a syringe in her neck, and Nikki found herself back in bed, but this time with an IV attached to her, which we later found out to be vodka. Now, for those who know, Nikki has long struggled with alcoholism and has maintained her sobriety for many years. So for someone to intentionally inject her with alcohol like that was just cruel. We later find out the identity of this Aunt Jordan, who is played by Colleen Zenk, another prominent face in the industry. She was on the since-canceled soap As the World Turns, and from what I read, she's been involved with this new storyline since early August. Talk about a best-kept secret, right? I caught her first appearance on the Thursday Canadian episode when she had her first interaction with Claire, and I am super excited to see what's to come. In an interview, Colleen described the storyline as taking some time to unfold, which is great since all of the recent storylines that we've had, like the Cameron Kirsten storyline, even that whole Jeremy Stark, Diane Jenkins storyline, they all just wrapped up so quickly before they barely started, right? Also, on X, there is a lot of buzz on who Anne Jordan really is, and this is tied to my fun fact for this week, so keep listening and stay tuned for more on that. So, on to the Newman clan. 
So Nate is out and Adam is in, essentially. Now, I find it highly convenient that Nate was positioned as the bad boy trying to sell Victor out to a mental institution, right on the heels of him and Devon making amends. And there just happened to be a position opening up for him at Chancellor Winters. I mean, how convenient is that? It was about five minutes ago that Adam was doing Nate's dry cleaning, and now Nate's out and Adam is once again back in a position of power. Of course, much to Victoria's dismay, as she threatened to leave the company. Nick has also decided to come back to Newman Enterprises in the wake of all the recent changes. So much for helping Sharon run Kirsten Inc., right? But hey, at least he did talk to her about it before making any decisions, and Sharon did give him her blessing. But still, again, what happened to the whole Sharon empowerment thing? It really never came to fruition. Heck, Daniel's new apartment has been getting more screen time than her company storyline. I'm not sure what the writers think, but a story will fall flat if all we have going on for it is nonstop dialogue and off-screen activity. Soaps are a visual medium at the end of the day, so we need to be able to see the action in order to really believe it, right? Anyways, I digress. So alas, Victor continues to sit on the throne, barking up orders and demands, wanting the family to stick together and get along, getting Adam and Nick and Victoria to try to find a way to work, and if they can find a way to work, there's the exit, blah, blah, blah. I will say, though, that Victor really didn't have to list off Victoria's recent exes on not only one, but two separate occasions this week. I mean, come on, really? That was kind of a low blow. Um, I do have to admit, though, I love it when he says Billy Boy Abbott. It just sounds so funny coming from him. But again, why are you keeping track? And there's a couple that he's obviously missing off that list as well. Anyways, Another doozy turn of events this week was when Kyle, out of seemingly left field, grew a conscience and decided to back out of the whole scheme with Audra and uh, Tucker to take over Chabot. And the best part was that he actually rejected Audra's advances for a change. I was impressed. He finally saw the light and he saw through her. Thank goodness. Maybe this is finally the actual end to Kadra. So Kyle went from the entitled brat to the grateful son in the blink of an eye, and I'm all here for it. Of course, now, with the support of Diane, he is looking to turn the tables on Audra and Tucker, which will be interesting. And you know what? I might even start liking Kyle again. So we'll see. Last but certainly not least, Chance gets shot after being chief of police for what seemed like about five minutes. Luckily, his wounds were not life-threatening, and he's going to be just fine. But the hilarious thing was that when he was in the hospital, he wasn't even hooked up to an IV or anything while he was supposedly in intensive care. I mean, I get that budgets are limited, but come on, make it make sense, guys. Of course, the ridiculous crush they've made Summer have on Chance just needs to end on top of it all. I mean, she actually came to the hospital to see him. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but again, a bit of a stretch considering that he's dating Sharon and Chance is clearly still smitten by Sharon. And do we really want to see Sharon competing with Phyllis's daughter over the same man? Uh, no. And what's with people leaving their disciplines for the corporate world on the show? First Nate leaving medicine and now Chance potentially leaving law enforcement. Of course, Nina being the overprotective mother that she is, 
practically put the idea in Chance's head after he was shot and she was just so petrified about his safety. I get it. So now, guess what? He's going to be meeting with Jill to talk about the possibilities that might be available for him at Chancellor Winters. The insane ease at which people change jobs in Genoa City is absolutely beyond me. That's all I have to say. Okay, that is my rant for this week. But before we wrap things up, it is time for this week's fun fact. Okay, so this week's fun fact, the blast from the past train continues. Cole Howard is making a return to Genoa City. The news just broke yesterday, Friday, November 17th. So for those who may not be familiar, Cole is one of Victoria's former spouses, a name Victor did not list off of his on during his one of his tirades this week. And I bet you it's because Cole was actually one of Victoria's more decent former husbands. Maybe that's why Victor didn't mention him. Who knows? So a quick backstory for those that may not be aware or maybe they haven't been watching for as long. Cole is Victoria's, or Cole was rather, Victoria's second husband, whom we last saw on the show way back in 1999, so 24 years ago, when he left for England to pursue a job as a professor. So what happened was that Cole was the son of Eve Howard, Victor's former secretary back in the day. Cole was the Newman ranch hand, and Victoria and Cole eventually fell in love with each other. They married twice. The first marriage was annulled after it was thought that Cole's father was Victor. Yikes! Which later, thankfully, turned out to not be true. Cole and Victoria reconnected, remarried, and remained happy for a number of years. And they even had a baby named Eve, who died shortly after birth. Cole's mother, Eve, eventually died from complications from a mosquito bite. Or did she? Now, there is a lot of speculation surrounding Aunt Jordan's true identity. Could she be Eve Howard? Could she be a rogue nurse who helped steal baby Eve all those years ago and helped make Cole and Victoria think they'd lost their precious baby girl when they really hadn't? Oh my goodness. And here's the kicker. Could Claire Grace be Eve Howard? Could she be Victoria's daughter? This could all certainly explain Cole's mysterious appearance after all these years. We cannot wait to find out. This is all so, so exciting. Please, please share your thoughts and predictions in the comments. I would love to hear them. And on that lovely note, this ends today's episode. Once again, thank you all for your support. I truly appreciate it. If you're ever interested in collaborating with me on a future episode, please do not hesitate to send me an email or a DM on X. I'd love to expand my network and my podcast to include my beloved YNR fans. And on that note, until next time, thanks for watching and take care. Thanks for listening, rather. <laughs> take care. Thank you for tuning in to Soap Talk with Sarah. This podcast is also now available on YouTube at SarahYR20. So please hit that subscribe button to catch a visual version of each episode. Also, join me on X between episodes at SarahYR20. And if you like what you're listening to, please hit that follow button wherever you're listening to this podcast. Thank you so much for the love.